0: Greetings everyone. Welcome to D Green with Amy. I'm Amy. After adopting a whole food plant-based lifestyle, my hubby Rick and I lost over 130 pounds. Now I coach others on their plant-based journey. Jess Tass voice. Let's welcome our guests.
1: Angela Fischetti is a physical fitness, yoga instructor, and licensed massage therapist specializing in wellness for older adults. Please click like to help be green with Amy. Welcome, Angela Faschetti. Greetings
0: and welcome back, Angela. Thank
2: you, Amy. I really appreciate it. It's always wonderful to be here with you and the Green Warriors.
0: Yes, you're definitely a bright spot here. I think. <laughs> I, I, I love the way you make fitness inclusive and inspiring.
2: That's very kind, Amy, that's very kind. But the inclusivity is just incredibly important to me. I mean, the theme of today's class, the reason why I wanted to do another chair class is because it's it's been on my mind a lot lately with, um, you know, you and I talked about the expression of sitting is the new smoking, right? Mm-hmm. And we, uh, we understand the intent behind that. And of course, that makes a lot of sense. However, it, it, sometimes it can be viewed as a judgment. And, you know, there are people in a chair all day long, every day because of health or because of work. And um, I decided that one of my missions is is to let's reframe the perspective on the chair. Let's look at it as a tool to help us exercise. If we're gonna be in it, might as well figure out how to use it to make it work. So that's what, why I wanted to present this today with you.
0: That's very good because there are people that, like you said, or because of when they're work, where they're working or just, just there's a lot of reasons why that they just can't be mobile very much. Right. And I really love the convenience of chair workouts.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, there might be some green warriors that are maybe a little skeptical about the effectiveness of a chair workout. So what would you say to them?
2: Well, I think our true false questions are going to address <laughs> these issues because I have to be really honest with you. I was absolutely flabbergasted by that study that I found. I was like, okay, this just put a whole new light on the topic, you know, okay. and I'm really happy about that. You know, it's, it's like, all right. And by the way, what I want to say to people too is you don't have to sit in chair to do this workout. So if you want to get out of the chair, I invite you to do so. It's just that we want to make sure that we include people who must be in the chair.
0: Yes. Excellent. Excellent. So do you want, you want to start with the true or false then? <laughs> Let's do it. You had a great segue, so why not? It's time
1: for True or False on Be Green with Amy Live. Answer true or false to Amy's questions in the comments below, and Amy will ask our guest for the expert answer. Okay,
0: Green Warriors, here's the first question. True or false, though certainly helpful to one's stress levels and sense of self-worth, there's little benefit to doing resistant exercises while seated. So type in your answer. And Angela, what do you have to say?
2: It's false. It's really false. So um, I'm going to read something to you that I found online. Um, it's according to the International Journal of Environmental Research and Public Health, and it, which is actually a big deal publication. It's a study published on February 16th, 2021 so it's nice and recent and it's titled the effect of chair-based exercise on physical function in older adults a systematic review and meta-analysis and it's because of that meta-analysis that it caught my attention because you know Amy that means Lots of different studies were involved in this. So, what they say, and directly quoting this particular study, is the findings suggest that chair based exercises are effective and should be promoted as simple and easily implemented activities to maintain, and here's the kicker this is what I love, and develop strength for older adults. And that's what we're trying to do here today.
0: Yes, and you are expert at that. (laughs) And we have some of our green warriors answered, so they're doing a great job.
2: Thank you, you, thanks. I I love that name.
0: (laughs) Okay, let's go with our next question. True or false, for older adults in later stages of life, the emphasis of exercise should be on weight management. Mm, That's a tricky one. Okay, true or false, Angela? What's the answer?
2: That was actually my tricky
0: question. Yes, it was.
2: (laughs) um, Because one would think that, that that would be extremely important. And actually it is. However, technically the answer is false. So what this study said was this stage of life, is an important period to promote physical activity and to improve functions of daily living and slow progression of disease and disability. So that's kind of big.
0: Yes, that is. Wow. And and, and a lot of people often say, oh, I wish I could uh, lose weight. I think I'm going to exercise. And, you know, we're learning more and more about that about what what the exercise is really for.
2: Right. You know, the the only thing I want to say on that, if you don't mind, because it's something that I hear so much. And yeah, we talk about how we don't need exercise to lose weight. But I got to tell you, when you exercise during the process, it's very encouraging. It's very self-motivating. And what I find oftentimes is people who, let's say, are uh, overweight, obese, that they're not in touch with their bodies, Amy. It's kind of like, I don't want to think about it, right? But I, and interestingly enough, I find it more so with weights than anything else. When I put a weight in a woman's hand and she's really obese and I'm just focusing on the weights with her and she starts to come to terms with her own sense of perception in space, in that place and time. She is creating and developing body awareness. And oftentimes this leads to to making better choices, healthier choices when it comes to the eating patterns.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you. You're right. It, it really does make a difference. And, and just i think as it's it's nice that things have changed for women it used to be women were afraid to have muscles to show that they had muscles on their arms right, right. especially their biceps it, and it was, it wasn't they would think that it wasn't a feminine look but now it's it seems like that's that that has changed mm-hmm. yeah, yeah
2: some of us who don't mind showing them off
0: <laughs> we, we do that at the end every time, right? <laughs> okay, well, we have one more question, Green Warriors, and that is true or false regarding movement in a chair? Even chair yoga has benefits. Okay, type in your answer and go ahead.
2: You and I have talked about this, ask us. You and I have done some chair yoga here, and uh, it's absolutely true. And again, the same study, and that's why I was just like really happy about this particular study that they even touched upon chair yoga. This is a quote. This type of exercise, meaning chair-based exercise, enables older adults to participate in safe, simple, and easily implemented physical activities. For example, chair yoga enables individuals with declining mobility to participate in low impact physical activity and has been shown to be beneficial to psychological health in addition to improving mobility and physical function. And that's all done in a chair, folks. We get to accomplish all of this in a chair.
0: This is wonderful. And these are things that people can carry over if they're maybe at work and they have a little break, but they're still in the chair. It's just little things that they can carry over that's just going to be great
2: absolutely i mean like i said just reframe the perception and make that chair a tool a tool to help you you know i mean if you have your capabilities of getting up and walking around of course i'm gonna endorse that for you right Mm -hmm. but you can't help it that your work is tying you into the desk and you can't help it if your health is tying you into a chair but yet maybe can help what you can do in that chair sometimes
0: <laughs> yeah. and Zena said i love how strong i feel when working with weights yeah
2: oh, yeah she's just awesome she's she rebounds she does she does yoga it's fantastic but that's the thing you're exploring your body you're exploring what you can do and i just i look at all of this as like i get to exercise now i'm gonna have some fun there are days i'm just like oh I don't want to do that, and the moment I start doing it, it's like, yeah, I'm having fun. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just the outlook, you know. So we got to kind of encourage people to find the fun in the workout.
0: And you are so helpful in that. That's very true. <laughs> you always make it fun. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I think we got we had our little lesson in, in about exercise today, and that was really great. And the Green Warriors gave really great answer. So now we're going to take the chair from just sitting to being an active partner in our fitness journey. And Green Warriors, you're going to get ready, right? You're going to unleash your inner strength. And Angela's going to lead us in this upper body chair workout. Are you ready, Angela? Yeah, we're going to do
2: it. Now okay. I just- sure that the green warriors understand i have to make two adjustments to the circumstance here i will be adjusting the desk with the camera on it and also then turning on another light just so that we have a better uh, picture and angle for you with me on the chair all right
0: so let's
2: do it now Amy, okay so here i go you're going to lose me for a part of this
0: okay no worries we will keep keep everything going for you
2: okay, thank you
0: Okay. So I hope that all of you are going to be participating along with us. And once this is ready for replay, you can watch this again and again. And what I will be doing is I'll be creating what's called chapters so that you can click on the bottom of the video and you'll see the different chapters And this part that we're talking about right now will be the introduction. And then there'll be another chapter that'll say workout begins. So when you come back, you won't have to try to fast forward through all this, you'll just be able to click on the chapter where the workout begins. And I think Angela's ready now. Are you ready, Angela?
2: Great.
0: Yes, there she goes. Okay. I'm going to put Angela full screen so that this way she can um, be be seen by all of you.
2: Now, I just want to let you all know that you can't see him, but right in front of me is the cat. His name is T, so he might appear on screen now and then. So um, anyhow, so let's talk a little bit here. Um, Upper body workout in a chair. Now, I want to talk to you about how to sit in a chair, whether you're sitting at work or if you have to be in the chair all day long. So I find that oftentimes when people get in a chair, they do this. They put their feet underneath the chair if you have knee issues you are going to exacerbate them by doing this right so we're going to be hyper flexing hyper compression on the knee so i want the feet a bit forward and what i'm looking for is that the ankles knees are in the same line as your hip hips, but to the inside of the pelvic bone. This is the high pelvic bone called the iliac crest. So all of this is in the same line. The other thing I'm gonna look for, and I'm gonna borrow this tip from when, when I teach yoga, is that bring the hands underneath the buttock flesh pull the flesh not only straight back, but then out wide toward the shoulders. Now, what this just did is put me up and forward on the front edge of what's called the ischial tuberosity. It's on the ischium, which is part of the hip bone structure, the pelvic bone structures. And um, this is what we call in yoga, the sits bones now the accessories we're going to be using today and i always use this regardless of the style the modality of working out but this would be a sticky yoga mat um i'll also be using a yoga bolster now must it be a bolster no you could also use a like a really thick pillow or a cushion and um the chair let's talk about the chair itself well I would prefer a chair that doesn't have any arms. So just something, maybe a folding type chair. That's what I'm sitting on. And also a chair without wheels. Even if you have the wheels that lock in place, those casters, I would like not use that chair because I don't know the stability of that chair for you. And I don't know if you do too, if you haven't really moved around much in that chair. And then finally, um, I'm using a variety of weights. And for today, I'm going from three all the way to 15, which is tucked underneath my chair. And um, so that's what we're using. Now, as far as medical disclaimers, Hang in with me because there's a number of them, all right? Now, when I say the medical disclaimers, by the way, it's not to say that it you, when you don't have any of these issues, it doesn't mean it's going to bring these issues on, all right? This is for people who uh, have these pre-existing issues and we want to make sure that they pay attention to the modifications and the suggestions. So they include, but are not exclusive only, to any backspine issue whatsoever. So in particular, if you've ever been told not to bend down and pick up something, that's a forward reflection of the spine. And um, also for those of you who have hyperkyphosis, so that's kind of like this hunched appearance, it's postural deviation. Oftentimes that comes from osteoporosis and that too, you want to caution about bending forward. If you're medicated or not for hypertension, this is also known as high blood pressure. If you have vertigo, GERD, rotator cuff muscle issue that's kind of deep into the shoulders uh, carpal tunnel syndrome if you have pinched nerve at the neck and also amy i've been talking lately about a few others and they include golfer's elbow which is medial epicondylitis and tennis elbow which is lateral epicondylitis and also transient ischemic attack and stroke so all of you i want you please not to jump right into the workout videos but to preview them first however i want you to look at them from the perspective of what you can do because i'm telling you folks the way i teach the work when we we can do it here on Be Green with Amy is we are going to make sure there's something there for everyone. However, if you're still unsure, then I would invite the medical health care practitioner who knows your body best to preview the video first and then help you make an informed decision. So what we're going to be doing here today, Amy, is we've got quite a number of exercises lined up for you folks. We have 12 exercises lined up. Now, what we're going to do is for a warm-up, instead of other stuff, we're just going to do the entire routine straight through, but without the weights. This is to help those of you with the pre-existing issues. This is to help those of you who have never worked out before, or maybe it's your first time including some weights. So this way we can get everybody tied in. Um, We'll be doing one set, and a set is a group of repetitions eight to 15 times. I'm going to do them pretty much 15 times for the demonstration, and then we're going to do that all over again, right? So we're going to add the weights, but when you do it on your own, feel free to work between 8 to 15 repetitions. Finally, I just want to remind everybody to make sure you stay hydrated. I don't know if you're in the state of Florida or not, or where there's a high, uh, a high heat in- index going on right now, but you really need to stay hydrated now, folks. I don't know about flavored waters, teas, coffees. I don't know any of that. I just know about water okay and then i want you to feel free to stop and rest whenever you need to however don't quit so that means even if you take a breather a little bit take a few breaths take a sip i want you to come back in even if it's just for one more repetition because this is how you get stronger folks so now let's begin the workout starting off with the demonstrations now If you need to, you can use the bolster behind your back. I'm not sitting back in the chair on purpose because on purpose, I wanna work my back muscles. If it's too much for you, use your cushion. So the first exercise is called a bent over back row with a narrow grip. A narrow grip means the hands face each other. This is a wide grip. So we're working with a narrow grip. Now, the two words that are a giveaway For contraindications, for back spine and postural deviations are bent over. So you folks are going to do the exercise upright. So I'm certainly going to demonstrate it like that for you as well. So we're going to bring the arms out in front, palms face each other, inhale, and then on the exhale, we pull. Now when I pull, my shoulder blades are coming in toward each other. That's called scapular retraction. On the inhale, that's scapular protraction when they broaden across. And exhale, inhale, exhale on the effort. Now, these days, it's preferable to breathe in and out through the nose during strength training. But if you can't, that's fine. Certainly, some of you with chronic obstructive pulmonary disease do need to work with pursed lip breathing. Keep exhaling. Notice that I am pausing on the peak of the contraction. I love the comments, Amy. (laughs) It's perfect. So pausing here just for that beat, because otherwise, especially when there's no resistance, you're just going to fly through the work. We need to maintain proper alignment. One more like this. Relax the arms down. Of course, when we go to do it full out with the weights, Will be bent over remember your contraindications folks now the next one is an incline chest press with that wide grip this is where you're going to turn your chair into a workout bench so you sit all the way back you might need the bolster or not without the weight i don't need the bolster with the weight i grab the bolster so i'm leaning back bring the arms up like so and on the exhale, I'm pushing toward the ceiling, but notice it's not straight overhead, right? So on an angle, so it's an inclined chest press. It's a nice and safe angle. Now, I do want to caution those of you with TIA, transient ischemic attack or stroke. Looking up and dropping your head back may not be the best idea for you because it might cut off some oxygen flow to the brain. So you can keep your head neutral. The rest, if you wanna look up at that ceiling, you do so. I'm taking my time working the pectoralis major and minor here, working the front deltoid, as well as the tricep muscles. Exercise is never reductionist one more exhale push and slowly lower down let's take a couple of nice big shoulder rolls the next one is called a lat pull down and that's short for latissimus dorsi muscle that's the swimmer's muscle so i'm going to lean back again in the chair i got a little closer bringing the arms up i want you to arc the arms And slowly bring them down and in. But notice, I am not touching my side body. I'm not touching. And what's happening is you feel the scapulae, those shoulder blades flare out and come back in toward each other. Inhale and exhale. So I'm pretending I'm pulling something super heavy toward me. And then I'm reaching the sternum, the breastbone, up toward the ceiling. we got to have a strong upper body, particularly the females, because oftentimes we don't. And this is part of activities of daily living. All these activities, all these movements, all these exercises are involved in ADLs. We're going to go for one more. Watch the head here for TIA and stroke. I'm gonna slowly lower down. Now, the next one is what I call a decline pectoralis fly. So though I'm leaning back, you might think, oh, she's gonna do some other kind of incline. No, I'm not. So I'm gonna bring the arms out wider here and leaning back with the chest puffed up, I'm going to scoop up and under the breast tissue. And exhale, scoop up and under. Keep that sternum, that breastbone lifted. When you have weights in your hands, folks, oh yeah, you're going to feel the forearms and the biceps. So I designed today's class to include quite a number of forearm and wrist exercises. Because as we know, these are osteoporotic sites might as well take care of them that's right amy exhale on the effort so i inhale here exhale scoop up and under puff up the chest relax the mouth and face push down into your feet folks make sure you're planted into your feet decline pec fly You know, Amy, I feel this because I've been working on this for a couple of days. One more. Uh, I'm going to do some shoulder rolls. I don't know about you folks, but I'm going to do some shoulder rolls. Okay, now I'm going to sit forward. Here we go. Watch out for these words. Back spine and postural deviations. Bent over. Rear delt fly. That's the posterior deltoid. So... This is how you're going to do it. You're not going to be bent over for the well, you're not going to be bent over at all. But for the demo, we're all going to work with you. So I'm going to bring my arms out into an arc and I exhale, draw the shoulder blades back toward each other. I'm not forcing them because just by virtue of the fact that I'm arcing and bringing those elbows back, it's happening. So a lot of people really force it. Don't force it. It's going to happen on its own. Keep the elbows up. Don't let them slouch down, right? Exhale here. Inhale forward. Exhale. Now, the other thing we want to avoid doing is this. A forward head projection. People think they're going further back when they do this. No, you're not. And it is not good for the cervical spine of the neck. It's putting 12, anywhere from 10 to 12 pounds of pressure for every inch of forward head flexion. But this is excellent in the upright position for postural deviations. When you're at your desk hanging over that thing all day long, that computer, etc. This is so great to take an opposing movement. One more. And slowly lower down. Now, I'm going to grab my bolster here. Place it across my lap. The next exercise is wrist and forearm it's actually technically wrist flexion so i place the elbows and the forearms on the bolster but not the wrist now this is where i want to caution carpal tunnel syndrome wrist flexion is great for you however don't let it drop down into wrist extension because wrist extension is what carpal tunnel must always avoid, unless you've been told something else, all right, by a medical healthcare practitioner. So um, I'm gonna make a soft fist and I'm gonna curl my knuckles toward my forearms and then I'm gonna lower down into wrist extension, but not for carpal tunnel. You know I did a lot of this, Amy, particularly after when I had that broken wrist.
0: Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah? Curl it. What we don't want to do, folks, is this. I see a lot of this. That's the bicep lifting you. So keep that forearm down. I'm digging my elbows down into the bolster to make sure that I don't raise the, uh, lift the forearm. Now, the other thing, and I'll catch myself, especially when I have the heavier weight in my hands doing this, is Start to collapse. Yeah, don't do that. Don't don't collapse. Push into your feet. Give you leverage to lift and lengthen your spine. We're going to go for two more of these. There we go. Now, I'm going to get rid of the bolster for the moment. You might need it behind you. Go for it. For the next exercise, I call this puppy around the world. Now, for those of you with um hypertension pinched nerve and rotator cuff muscle issues i'm going to show you just a few repetitions of an exercise that i think would be better for you folks in particular okay we're all going to begin the exercise here which means am i right close to my hips and thighs not at all i want you 10 to 15 degrees away because what i'm trying to do is a little hack here The supraspinatus is typically the primary um, rotator cuff muscle that gets injured. When you begin the exercise from here, that's the muscle that's involved. But when I go here, we don't have the supraspinatus any longer, okay? So for you folks, you're going to do delt abduction, which is going away from the midline of the body, delt adduction, going toward the midline. The elbows are soft. Now, you folks continue while the rest of us do around the world. So it's all the way up. Now, you can't see it, but the palms are facing you the entire time. I'm not doing any of this rotating stuff that I see sometimes. So this is beautiful. It's great for mobility of the glenohumeral joint, your shoulder joint. Keep the head and chest up. You know and if you don't have those issues but you have a more limited range of motion so be it you just go to the range of motion that you can handle sit upright if you can possibly not lean back into the chair great but if you start slouching down into like a seated abdominal crunch, forget it i'd rather you lean against something a few more repetitions for around the world are you pushing down into your feet Is the belly button drawn in? We work the core muscles this way. If you're in a chair all day long, work on pulling the belly button in to engage the transverse abdominis, the deepest of the core. This acts as your internal girdle, your internal corset. Last one, exhale up, inhale all the way down. I'm gonna give a little shoulder roll for that one. Now here's a little point about shoulder rolls. They're shoulder rolls, they're not elbow pumps right? They're not this. They're shoulder rolls. Get them on up there. Now, the next one, reverse bicep curls. Excellent for carpal tunnel, provided you don't bend the wrist, folks, because I'm going after that extensor side for you. It's a reverse bicep curl. Shoulders are up, back, and down. Here we go. So what we don't want to do is bend the wrist this way, nor this way. You want a straight wrist. Push down into your feet. Lift your chest. So I have a winged scapula on my real right shoulder. So sometimes I have to just roll it back into place for any type of bicep curl. So you will probably see me doing this occasionally. Exhale, lift. Now you will really feel this on the forearms, folks, when you have resistance in the hands, which is really great. Just another way to help you build bone strength and muscle strength. Exhale, inhale. We're going to go for two more. And slowly down. Now, the next one is an overhead tricep extension so i do want to reiterate for those of you with tennis and golfers elbow i promise you i did a lot of research trying to find exercise protocols for these two issues but it seems to be that these two issues are extremely personal it's all individual so you need to really discuss bicep and tricep work with your medical health care practitioner so for an overhead tricep extension we're going to be bringing the arms up and overhead so for those of you who have been told uh, whether you're medicated or not for hypertension to not lift anything heavy overweight i mean overhead for those of you with a pinched nerve rotator cuff muscle issues then um, i'm going to ask you to do this particular exercise behind you wide grip straight back you'll get your posterior deltoid and your tricep muscle. Just notice I don't return all the way forward, right? I stay back there without that forward head projection. Now, that tricep overhead extension, let's try it with the hands interlocked. If you're okay with bringing the arms overhead for hypertension, you might want to bring one hand on the other if you've been told not to squeeze those fingers. So I'm going to bring the arms up Hug the ears with the inner arms. Belly button is in, sitting tall, push down into your feet. I'm going to bend the elbows, the hands lower behind the midline of the head, and exhale up. Notice the elbows part on the way down, and they come toward each other on the way up. You want to have that elbow joint fully extended in order for that tricep muscle to be engaged fully. Exhale, take your time with this. Now there is a difference I find, folks, when you're sitting in a chair to strength train versus when you're standing. When I stand, typically I can do 22 pounds right now with this, Uh, but when I sit in a chair, uh uh-uh, I'm down to 15. It's just because I don't have the power from the legs and the hips to help me. Couple of more repetitions. One more exhale and then easy, lowering the arms down. Now we're gonna take it into basic bicep curls. So here's a little tip I wanna teach uh, the green warriors. So my hands are gonna face each other for this, but I wanna turn the palms up when I curl the arms. So that's called supination. And then it's pronation to go back down, just so you understand where to begin. So here we go, push down into the feet. Always golfers and tennis elbow, you want to be cautious of bicep and tricep work. Find out what is appropriate for you. Show them the video. See what we do and see if they say, ah, use this one or that one for you. Don't be afraid to ask your medical health care practitioners to look at videos. I have people doing it all the time, Amy, showing their doctors, showing um, their physical therapists. What do you think about this for me? And they're typically kind of happy to say, yeah, or no, whatever, if they know about the exercise. Usually the PTs will know more. Unless you have an exercise-savvy doctor, which we often have in the whole food plant-based community, know a lot about exercise. So it's not just about... Cool-looking bicep muscles, folks. It's about having those strong arms so you can carry your groceries so you can bend down and pick up your grandchildren and hug them and hold them to you, right? So that you can do the same with your four-legged loved one in your family. A couple more repetitions. That's right. Amy's saying exhale on the effort, which is right here. Then you inhale to lower. So the last two exercises of the routine. This one is the tricep press back. Before I showed the certain issues with the wide grip, the rest of us are going to join in, but with the narrow grip. So arms, are. we don't want to begin here. All right. We're going to begin a little further back. We want to begin where there's a little tension on the muscle array. So from here, I'm thinking sliding my knuckles along the floor to reach back. The elbows are straight. There's none of that forward head projection. There's none of that collapsing in order to get the arms further back. The head is up and back. You don't want looking down. If you're looking down on the work, folks, this is an issue for several for several of the um, conditions that we spoke about, but it's also an issue because you're working against muscles that are trying to move back there and you, you've got your head hanging down, preventing it. Exhale back, pause. Lots of posterior deltoid here, lots of tricep. Exhale. Let's go for three more. Belly button is in. Notice I'm staying. Wider than the chair on purpose. One more. And let's release. Now, muscle woman, muscle man. Here we go. We bring them up. Elbows higher than the shoulders. And we curl. Now, when you have weights in your hands, you won't feel those forearms, folks. Try not to lean back in the chair. But, you know, if you have to, you have to. So it's called Muscle Woman, Muscle Man. Way up there. And a lot of times if you're in a gym, you're going to see people at a cable machine doing this. But you don't need to. You can do it at home. When I work in the gym, I'll go down onto my knees and do this. In between the cables, pulling. Let's go for three more. Nice long neck. Now, sometimes people can't hold their arms up here for very long, so you bring the elbows alongside your waist. Last one, I'm gonna slowly lower. I'm doing this on purpose with my hands like this because that'll be a safer way to lower the hands down when you have the weights. All right, so let's take a couple of shoulder rolls. Before we continue on, I want you to interlock your fingers and you're gonna do sideways number eight with your wrists. Sideways number eight, and then you're gonna reverse direction shake them out let's do it bent over back row narrow grip i'm grabbing my 10 pound weights for this amy i'm going to sit forward a bit in the chair so when you go to execute this from the bent over position i want you to think you are starting an old-fashioned lawn mower now typically it will be done one arm but we're doing both arms at the same time it's a little bit more work and it's a little different this way so out in front exhale pull now, very important for hypertension, vertigo, and GERD to keep that head up. I've already told you all who this is contraindicated for. You must be responsible to yourself to remember that information. If not, you go back and re-watch the video, please. You pause at the peak of the contraction. Inhale, exhale, pull. Strong back muscles to keep us standing tall and erect. Being able to bend down, pick up something, and get back up without hurting ourselves. We're going to go for three more. Exhale, pull, pause. Exhale, pull, pause. Last one. Exhale, pull, pause. I bring the weights right onto the thighs to come back up. Now for the next one, I'm going to grab my bolster and eight-pounders. I'm going to put the bolster behind me. This is for the incline chest press. And I'm going to grab the eights. Wide grip. Sitting back into the chair. Exhale, push. Exhale, push. Take your time. Pause at the peak of the contraction. It's a little delay. Front deltoid, tricep, actually biceps involved on the return phase here, peg major and minor. Exhale. When I work, I get quiet. Two more. Keep that chest up. Watch TIA and stroke with the head. Slowly in, turn it toward you to lower the weights down. The next one is the lat pull down. I'm gonna hold on to the eight pounders and I'm keeping the bolster. So we lean back and we arc. Come up and arc, pull. Now I really feel it at the scapulae. Exhale. Are you rooted into your feet? Is the belly button pulled in? Watch the position of the head and neck. You can keep it neutral. Whoa, I'm going for one more. And slowly take it in now i'm going to set this down and it looks like i am grabbing my five pounders lighter weight here for that decline pec fly so i'm leaning back remember scoop up and under the breast tissue Exhale. Oh, biceps talking to me. Forearms are talking to me. Rest when needed. That's right. Don't quit. Make sure you stay hydrated. Oh, one more. There it is. Yes, you can go to fatigue in a chair, folks. That's how you get stronger. So I'm just going to set the weights down for the moment because I'm going to use them again on the next exercise. But I do want to get rid of the bolster. So this one, I'm sweating away here, folks. So you're going to start to see stuff get stained. So this one is a bent over rear delt fly. You already know about Your contraindications, bent over, shoulders back and down, look out in front, exhale. So we want the cervical spine of the neck and the lumbar spine of the low back to be in the same position. They both have a natural lordotic curve, so we're honoring that by keeping the chin up. You drop the head down, you start to have problems with the vertigo and the GERD and the hypertension. Chin up. Exhale. We're going to go for two more. One more. And slowly down. Back up on to my thighs. I'm going to set them down. And my next one is going to bring that bolster back in, working the wrist Flexion. And I'm going to grab my eights for this. You've seen some sweat stains on the bolster. Okay. So, no, my 12, my 12 pounders for this. Elbow, forearm, wrist is off the bolster. Dig down into the bolster and curl. So notice I come into wrist extension as well, not carpal tunnel, please. Oh yeah. Two more. One more, I'm gonna slide them onto the bolster, and I'm gonna set this down. I'm gonna get rid of the bolster for the moment. And I'm going to get my three pound weights for around the world. Remember those of you who need to do abduction, adduction instead. So beginning 10 to 15 degrees out. Feet even. I might go lightweight on this one. I once had a rotator cuff muscle injury. That supraspinatus was in my real <laughs> left shoulder. It was for painting my apartment. Oh, God. And I did... I, did, I, I painted everything you can imagine in here, right?
0: Well, and I it started.
2: <laughs> oh, right, exactly. And that left shoulder was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I had you know, these big sweeping movements and stuff. I felt like one of my Picasso at the wall or something, you know? <laughs> and then the shoulder was like, uh-uh, I'm not having that. And exhale. Now, want to be careful here because, and I can feel it on myself, I'm going to want to arch my low back. I got to pull that belly button in. I got to work that core during the exercise. Work the core in all of this. You don't have to do separate core exercises. Just pull that belly button in. We're going to go for two more. Again, preferably not leaning back in the chair and all the way down. So let's set this down. Next one is the reverse bicep curls. I'm grabbing tens for this. <clears throat> Push down into the feet. Arms hang. My palms are facing back. No back wrist. Boy, you're on it today, Amy, with typing in the names of these exercises. That- <laughs> Awesome, thank you. That's right, baby, belly button in. (laughs) Press into those feet. Exhale, one more. Slowly down. Um, yeah okay now the next one i definitely had to check what that was my overhead tricep extension i'm gonna grab my 15 pounder tucked underneath the chair now when you grab the weight for an overhead tricep extension you're going to place the handle the bar of the weight into the inner webbing between your thumb and your index finger and then the rest of the finger just kind of cup over what's called the collar of the weight. The opposite hand is gonna do the same on top of that bottom hand. Then I lift it up and overhead, hugging the ears with the inner arms. Inhale, I lower, notice the elbows split. Then exhale, they come toward each other as they lift that weight up. Here too, be careful that you're not overly arching that low back, get that belly button pulled in. Maybe do like a little bit of what's called a posterior Pelvic tilt, that little pelvic tuck. It's the reverse of twerking. How's that? (laughs) People know that. And exhale up. Careful that you don't catch your hair for the females who have long hair. Well, the men too. And exhale. Work those triceps. Shoulders are working, forearms are working, biceps are working on the way down. Two more. Exhale. Uno mas. Watch your head. When you lower your weight down, let me just bring this back underneath the chair. And I'm gonna grab 12 pounders for a seated bicep curl. Typically, I work with 18 pounders, not in a chair, I don't (laughs) Okay, so supination, pronation. Palms face up, palms down. Keep that chest up, because in a chair, you're going to want to go right down with the weight. Don't do it. Turn that chair into a a tool of health, folks. Exhale. Couple more. Whoa, here we go. (laughs) And all the way down. Let me just set these down. The next are going to be tricep press back and the last one, muscle woman, muscle man. So now we do the tricep press back narrow grip I'm going to sit further back in the chair a bit. Not that I'm sitting, leaning back into the chair, but I want to go a little further back. Because this way I want to make sure I can see where I'm placing my arms. That's it. So wider than the chair, back. And release. But I'm not bringing them all the way out in front like this, because then that's just momentum. Sitting tall. I want to make sure I can fully press into my feet. There it is. Exhale, pause. Pause. Not a big movement, but a lot of work. Exhale. And yes, like I said before, if you want to stand, you stand. This is not a have to do it in a chair. But for me, it's a have to do it for people who are in a chair and need a chair just to exist. Let's give them a good workout, if possible. And I maintain that it is. One more, wow. Whoa, okay. I'm gonna rest them on my thighs for a second. Sit a little forward, arms up. Muscle woman, muscle man. So when the weight is a bit heavier, and you're sitting upright like this, you're not going to fling those arms, those elbows too straight. Not going to work. You're going to hurt yourself. The elbow has to be slightly soft. Yes, and the belly button is indeed pulled in. Don't hold your breath is right. Amy's going to crack me up a little bit. <laughs> See, fun when you work out in a chair. A <laughs> couple more. One more. Now, keep them in close to lower them down because otherwise you can hurt your rotator cuff. And let me bring them back here. Now, we're going to stretch it out, folks. We're going to do some upper body stretches right here in the chair. Interlock the fingers, except for hypertension, if you need one hand on the other, you can. Arms up and overhead, palms face the ceiling. Notice what I am not doing. This, that is not good for pinch nerve nor rotator cuff muscle issue. In carpal tunnel, make sure that wrist isn't extended. You can do the one hand on the other too, if you like. You can also do palms down, Check in with the neck, slowly turning the head from side to side. You know, and if you're more advanced and seasoned at training, go ahead do it all over again. I was working on this doing four rounds of the exercises. And back to center, slowly lower. Now I'm going to bring that left arm across. I bend the right elbow and bring it above the left elbow as if it's going toward that left shoulder. I pull the arm across, but don't rotate because then you wanna push that left shoulder back and down. So you're gonna get a lot of stretch right here at the left deltoid, the left rotator cuff, the tricep muscle. Mm. I'm gonna stay on this same side And bring the left hand to the shoulder. Make sure the elbow is pointing down. The reason is because when I bring it up, I want to get some range of motion through that glenohumeral joint of the shoulder. Stretching the tricep, however, we're going to tie it in with a lateral flexion. Bring your feet as wide as the legs of the chair. Keeping your sternum, your breastbone up toward the ceiling. You're going to laterally flex, pull over to the right. Just don't let your chest collapse. Press your head back into that left arm. Then you push down into your left heel. Inhale, come all the way up. Exhale, let's lower the arm. Dangle the hand so that the wrist is lower than the shoulder. Opposite hand comes over and you're pushing both into each other. So, this is good for carpal tunnel. So, here what you're doing is stretching out those extensors. Now, this is what I don't want carpal tunnel to do, but the rest of us will, is to turn it over and stretch the wrist flexors because you gotta put the You have to put the joint into the opposite of the action of the muscle. So, meaning these are the flexor muscles, right? So I have to put the joint into extension in order to make that happen. And relax the arm, just shake it out for a second. Do some shoulder rolls. And let's stretch again to the other side. Here we go, take them up. Long, beautiful neck, round, soft, Softened elbows, belly button in, breathing in and out through the nose. And when you stretch out on your own, folks, you want to stretch out for, I would hold your stretches for every bit of 30 seconds each. And by the way, when you do a warm up, you want to warm up for 55 years and above, 5-5 and above for a minimum of 10 minutes before any workout. Oh. Oh my gosh, this one I feel. Now for some of you, you may not be able to do it with your arms like this. You might have to use your hand to pull it over. That's okay. Just you want to resist rotating here. And then we lower the arm down. Right hand to the shoulder. Basic tricep fitness stretch first. So you're the hand behind the head. You're keeping the arm close to the ear. And now I'm going to bring the feet, the width of the chair legs, keeping my sternum toward the ceiling, and over I go. Just the small, gentle lateral flexion, getting into the internal and external oblique muscles of the abdominals, also stretching out the intercostal muscles between the ribs, the lactissimus dorsi muscle of the back tricep you got a lot of stuff going on here folks inhale push down into the right foot come back up to center exhale let's go right into the wrist extensor stretch be careful you're not locking out the elbow joint and i could really do that easily so i have to really gauge it and then turn the arm over not for carpal tunnel Now I want to do something to offset the um, back, um, the forward flexion that we were doing with the bent over positions, right? So I'm going to come. Actually, I think what I'm going to do here, yep, is turn my chair a little bit for you so you can see. So what I'm doing is placing my hands on behind the chair backing. Now be careful because some of you might want to do this with your hand. Which means wrist extension. That wouldn't be good for carpal tunnel, right? So you just wanna hold on without the wrist bending. And let we'll me just go a little further forward, puff up the chest, coming into a bit of a back extension, a back bend, shoulder blade drawn toward each other. I'm gonna kind of pushing the pelvis forward a bit. It's an anterior pelvic tilt, that's that like twerking movement what I call the Beyonce, and the chin is up, but not for transient ischemic attack or stroke. Let all of this open. Good, and then release. Let me turn my chair back around for you. And let's bring the arms out, push the walls away, not carpal tunnel. So you're going to take your hands like this. Straighten the wrist and emphasize reaching out through the middle fingers. Not back here, folks. I'm pushing both walls away from me. Entire length of the arm, forearm involved here. And then I'm gonna just sit a little forward to make some room behind me. Turn thumbs down, inhale, exhale, interlock my fingers, clasp the thumbs, puff up the chest. Nice big stretch to the pectorals, front delts. You might feel the bicep stretching as well. Feels great. And breathe. And one final stretch here in the chair for you folks. Upper trapezius mostly. Arms out in front. I think I'll go here for you. Wrists are lower than the shoulders. Crisscross cross the wrists. Fingers extend straight out in front. None of this, right? And then I'm just gazing my eyes at the fingers. Try not to drop the head down. Just lower the eyes, but try not to drop the head too much. Depressing shoulder girdle. Belly button pulled in. Inhale, head up. Opposite hand on top. Exhale, depress. Just eyes toward the fingertips lengthening forward energy out those fingertips energy up and out the crown of your head as you sit up tall and then slowly lower the arms facing amy for some nice big shoulder rolls and that's how you do it in a chair amy
0: oh wonderful Everybody click like, that's how we applaud. Oh, <laughs> <was> excellent. A-
2: <laughs> thank you so much.
0: I said, you know, it, you make it look easy and especially when you had the weights and you were talking <laughs> while you were holding the weights. And it's that's impressive.
2: <laughs> oh, thank you. I don't know. A couple of times I was like, <clears throat> <laughs>
0: I really like <laughs> Yeah, it's so important, you know. And I'm learning a lot more about fitness, and you already know these things. But, I mean, our heart is a muscle, and our heart pumps the blood through our body. But there are other parts of our body that don't get things pumped through, like our lymphatic system and, and, and other areas of our body. That if we're not moving, those things are not pumping and flowing. They're just kind of staying stagnant. And so this is just so important. And I'm so glad that you uh, shared that with us. Cassandra said, Wow, this is a good exercise. I shall add it every day to my other oh, movements.
2: I love her. Thank you so much for attending today, my dear. Thank you so much. She's just an incredible vegan, ethical vegan. She's just gorgeous as human being. Thank you so much.
0: And Mona said, Thank oh! you, <laughs> Mona. This one's for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and, uh, Vegan Knowledge that oh. Angela's the best. Oh, I've
2: got to love her. She's, marvelous. She's excellent. I mean, she has her own podcast show as well. She's really outstanding.
0: Oh, well, that's that's wonderful that everybody is participating. And I hope that they will play this back again and again because we have a whole playlist of these exercises that people can go to. And it's so important that we move every day, even. And that's why I'm glad you brought back this this chair exercising because even if you're sitting in a chair you can always do something that's right so Emily wanted to know how often should I perform these chair upper body exercises to see results
2: well I would say um, Emily this there's a couple of factors to take into consideration the first one would be is do you already lift weights or are you brand new And if you're still watching Please go ahead and answer the questions. Okay, so if if you are someone who is just really brand new to the work, then I'm going to tell you we want to talk about getting you giving you an opportunity to begin this injury-free. Because oftentimes it's at those beginning stages that people are eager and they want to get into it. And that's really great. So you're brand new. Well, the good thing about being brand new is you don't have any bad habits when it comes to strength training. Because I find that people who come to me who have been training for a while, I'm like, wow, we got some work to do to undo that bad habit. So good for you, Emily. So what I'm going to tell you to do is to begin the process of twice a week. Does that sound reasonable to you? Does it sound reasonable to build up to 20 minutes twice a week? Is that reasonable for you? Because if it's not, you have to ask yourself those questions and then adjust the approach accordingly. Now, I don't know what you mean by results. To me, to me, a result is Emily, who's never trained before, is gonna pick up a weight for the first time. That to me is monumental, is that first step. So I don't know what you mean by results, but I can tell you that from uh, a perspective of maybe some of the testing and labs you get, it doesn't take very long. It takes you being consistent. So if you begin to work this at twice a week, every week. And then after a couple of months, two, three months, maybe you might feel a little stronger because that's a result. Maybe you're able to have more mobility. That's a result. So I don't know what you mean by results. Sometimes people mean, when am I going to see my biceps flex? I don't know. I can't answer that Emily. I can't, but I can tell you that it's very reasonable to expect tangible results that pertain to how you feel when you actually lift, move something around, okay, including your own body. And that's going to, you're going to see significant improvement in that in a couple of months to three months time, but only if it's consistent, you can't come back to me in three months and say, I tried it twice. Well, in how long? In three months? No.
0: Yeah, that's so true. And then there's, and, and you'll, I think, for a lifetime we if we can are consistent with this exercising we think that we have experienced results and then and then we'll go through a, maybe a lull of maybe a little plateau and then suddenly we're saying wow look at me I feel a little stronger you know and I thought that I, I thought that was it so we really can build on it too
2: right It's almost like as if you want to test yourself like maybe there's an, um, um, an action. Maybe there's something that you can't lift right now, right? And then you can check in three months after strength training. Can you budget a little bit? Does it move a little bit? Whereas before it was just stuck where, where wherever it was at. Just maybe set up something like that for yourself. And that's how you can test results as well.
0: Yeah, that was that's great advice. Wow, that was a wonderful workout, and and we're going to be able to go back to it again and again. And on the replay, we'll have chapters, so you can just start where the chapter says the workout begins. And thank you, Angela, thank for coming you. back.
2: <laughs> Guess what? Today was number thirteen.
0: Oh, that see, and we're always lucky. Lucky thirteen. <laughs> yeah. Well, you definitely graced us with your expertise. And you, you're just such an inspiration to all of us. And there are people that are commenting too. And we're just so grateful for that. Now, before I, I'm going to ask you to share about what you do and how people can get in touch with you, but I have a little fun thing that we're going to be doing because we previously, a few episodes ago, we had Dr. Akil Taylor on. Um, the broadcast Love he's it. wonderful talk about fitness he he can do a headstand so that's pretty cool but anyway he has a book called open heart yes and he yes it's a wonderful book and he is going to he has given it to us to give it as a giveaway so what we're going to do now is we're going to find out who wins this giveaway so we're going to get together and see what we can do. So let's add that to, I have a, I have a little spinning wheel, which is a lot of fun. I've seen this
2: before. This is great.
0: (laughs) Okay. So let's see who wins. Oh, Terry Post, congratulations. I'm going to be sending uh, this is my copy, but I'll be sending Dr. Taylor T- T- an email and he's going to get your contact information and he'll arrange to send that book to you. So enjoy. That's very exciting.
2: I love this new addition to your show, I think it's fantastic.
0: Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It really is. I I, I get so ex- excited about it that I can <laughs> be in the middle of uh, helping to get these people connected. Oh, thank you. Congratulations, Terry. <laughs> That's very nice of you. And we'll have more book giveaways coming up. So if you subscribe to my channel, I'll be announcing it on there. And it's so easy to win. And usually that you have like five different ways that you can enter. And so there's a lot, lot of ways that you can enjoy all the giveaways that we do. So Angela, oh look how she came. <laughs> okay, well everyone, please um, click like to show your appreciation for, for Angela shared to us with us today. Angela, tell us about what you do and how we can find you.
2: Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um, Well, I work as um, a strength training and yoga provider for various platforms that are helping people to transition from whole food, from standard American diet to whole food plant based or whole food plant exclusive. And um, these are Feel Fabulous Over 40, and also Timory Hagen Burgers, the Foodie Bar Way of Life. And also, I'm on virtual online a uh, personal fitness trainer for seniors. Uh, yes, I use the word, I'm 65. Um, and also virtual Hatha yoga and prenatal yoga instructor. And you folks can reach me by way of the contact form on my website, which is boomerandbeyondwellness.com. I'll repeat it, boomerandbeyondwellness.com. And I would really appreciate support folks if you can head on over and subscribe to my new YouTube channel Boomer and Beyond Wellness, and uh, subscribe. I would so appreciate it. And I've been uh, posting new content, et cetera. And I like to use, um, Amy, do you use the community tab on YouTube?
0: Yes, sometimes I actually do that. Yeah, I, I, did, I did that today to uh, try and invite more people to, to attend this class.
2: Yeah, I did that also. And I, I, I love it because I put like studies there and I put articles and the pictures of the muscles we're training and all that. So um, I'm really looking to build up these the subscribers on my YouTube channel. So I would appreciate that.
0: Yeah, it really does help when people subscribe because this way more and more people out there that are looking for answers, they're more likely to get this popping up in their feed if the more subscribers that we have. So that's really why we're here. We just want to build a community and help people.
2: Right. Thank you for saying that. Yeah,
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, Angela, what would your final take-home message be today for our Green Warriors?
2: Don't let anything stop you. Chair or no chair, don't let your health stop you. I was watching, it was an episode of Vegan Knowledge, JJ, who's one of our our, our, uh, green warriors today. And there was a woman on that show, she had a lovely guest on, who said because of her back issues, she cannot exercise. And I just thought to myself, man, she has been fed a line of crap by people practitioners who have dismissed her because, uh, well, you have, you know, you're never going to exercise. I'm like, wait a minute. She's getting up, walking around. We, we can figure out something. And um, that's what my mission is. My mission is to spread it to everyone. There is something you can do. I work with people in a bed. They're flat on their backs in their beds. There's something you can do. Don't ever let anybody tell you you're a hopeless cause. You are not.
0: That's what I love it. That's beautiful. Yep. That's the worst thing you could do is is not move. It's just the worst because it just keeps, makes you go in that vicious cycle of making things even worse. And then you can't move even in less and less. It just, yep. So there's always something that you can do. Well, I really want to ask the green warriors to type in the comments, what are you going to remember from today, from things that may be at the true or false or things that Angela said, or something that you discovered about yourself today during the workout. And I also wanted to thank Jess Tass voice because she did the countdown and she did the promos and Just Has voice tell us who is coming up next ever
1: wondered how to raise plant-based kids with ease and creativity? Certified holistic nutritionist Stacey Heine and her son Cohen will share valuable insights and a fantastic pizza bread recipe demo that will surely inspire your family's plant-based culinary adventures. Join us on Wednesday, August 2nd, 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Be Green with Amy Live!
2: that's my girl that's my
0: girl wonderful and her son is so adorable he's gonna steal the whole show (laughs) well i also want to thank all of you green warriors because you joined us today that's why we're here we're showing up to make this a special time for you so that you can learn and and get stronger and get healthier and as a special thank you, I'm offering you five free recipes. So if you just go to my website, BeGreenWithAmy.com, slash join, I will send you those five free recipes. And that's going to be a great thing for you guys. So I want you to take your right hand and grab your left shoulder and take your left hand and grab your right shoulder. Now squeeze because that's a hug from me to you, and to you, Angela. I it. <laughs> and if you guys want to type in the comments my tagline as Angela and I sign off. Are you ready, Angela?
2: Yes, I am.
0: Okay. Until I see all of you again, remember, be strong. Okay, wait. Ooh. <laughs> be well. <laughs> and be... Green. Green. Yay, Green Warriors. Thank you. Thanks, Angela. Bye-bye, everyone.
1: Now you can listen to Be Green with Amy expert interviews wherever you go. Listen while walking, meal prepping, or traveling. Find Be Green with Amy on Apple, Google, Alexa, Amazon, or virtually anywhere you find podcasts. Be strong, be well, and be green with Be Green.